If you're ready to revamp your summer wardrobe so that you are ready for the warm and sunny weather that is right around the corner, right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash minimalish. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash minimalish to get up to 50% off your first month. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect summer wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then, when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new-to-you styles. I absolutely love everything that is always recommended to me in my armoire closet, and then I get to pick what I actually want to be sent to me. I personally have loved using armoire to find my style again after having babies, after my body has changed so much. And one thing that I've really loved is finding a style of jeans that I like. I got these Madewell jeans in my last order, and I love the way they fit my body. And I also love knowing that I can feel good about sending them back and giving them another life with someone else who's renting them and I can try new things in my next shipment because I always do feel guilty if I'm constantly buying more and more to find the styles that I like and I might think that I'm going to return them but I typically end up not doing so even if I don't like them it's just a hassle to do so armoire really allows you to just rent clothing for any occasion and then send it back whenever you are done with it. Everything from a date night to a conference to even athletic clothes. Your overly cramped closet and the environment will thank you for using armoire. Right now, my listeners can give armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash minimalish. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash minimalish to get up to 50% off your first month. And never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You're listening to Minimalish, a podcast where we talk about simplifying our stuff, our lives, our motherhood, all in a realistic way so that we can make room for what matters. We're not here for perfectly tidy homes or seeing how much we can possibly declutter. We're here for living with less, realistically. It's going to look different for all of us, but we're not really focused on how our version of minimalism looks anyways. We're focused on how it feels. 
I'm your host, Desiree. I'm a mom to two and on my own journey of living with a little less clutter so I can have more space for an intentional life. I'm no expert, and I like to think of this as a corner of the internet where we're learning and growing together. So let's walk towards a more simple and intentional life. Here's this week's episode. Welcome back to Minimalish. I am so excited for today's episode because we are talking about a topic that I love, which is mornings and fresh starts in general. And we have Emily Lay as our guest, which is an honor to have her on because I've learned so much from Emily over the years. If you don't know who Emily is, she is the founder of Simplified, which is a brand of planners and organizational tools for busy women. She has written nine books, including A Simplified Life, which is one that I got at the beginning of my minimalism journey. And today we are talking all about topics that are really perfect for this end of the year, start of a new year, because Emily recently wrote a devotional book called Sure as the Sunrise. We are going to approach the topics today of one, choosing a word for the year, and then we really dive into morning routines, flexible morning routines, and discovering kind of what you actually need and putting that into practice. What I love about today's conversation is that it really is a breath of fresh air. Because when we typically hear these topics discussed, I think it sometimes can be very rigid and it can feel unattainable. What I hope for you is that today's conversation makes it attainable, I think, for anyone to kind of ask yourself that question of what do I need in the morning? And maybe also paired with what does my current season look like and what could that look like for me? Before we get there, speaking of mornings, I recently updated a journal that I published back in 2019. I updated it and added some new aspects of it and I'm very excited about it. It's called Simple Morning List. I have talked about it on the past couple of episodes. It is finally ready to grab your copy on Amazon. It has three sections of monthly list which are a four-page spread for you to reflect and set up your month for a whole quarter of the year, and then 90 days of morning lists, which are five lists that just set up our days intentionally. If you want to see more about Simple Morning Lists, you can just go to simplemorninglists.com. And what I love about today's episode is that Emily's devotional would pair so well with Simple Morning Lists because In the Simple Morning List journal, there is a space where you can do some extra journaling each day, and her devotional book has a journaling prompt for each day, so Simple Morning List would be the perfect place to set up your day intentionally and then do those quick readings in Emily's book, Sure as the Sunrise, and journal out the prompts that she has in there. I'll put links to both of those in the show notes. Let's dive into my conversation with Emily. Emily, I'm so excited and honored to have you on the podcast. Before we get started, I assume that most listeners of Minimalish might know who you are, but can you tell any listeners who maybe don't know you just a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah. Well, hi. I'm so glad to be here. Um, My name is Emily Lay. I am the founder of a company called Simplified, and we make planners and other organizational tools for busy women. 
Um, I'm also a podcast host over at The Simplified Podcast, and I am a writer. So I've written nine books now and just had a devotional come out last week. Um, but I'm also a mom to three kids, and I probably should have said that first. I feel like that, that's what takes up most of my time. I have a, an 11-year-old boy and twins who are seven. Well, nine books is pretty yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do want to hear a little bit about the book, uh, the devotional book that just came out. I know you have so many great books on similar topics of like just simplifying your life, living intentionally. So what this one's a little different because it's a devotional. So tell me a little bit like why you decided to write a devotional, what it includes, what it's about, the focus, all that. Yeah. All the things. Well, I, um, you know, in my role at Simplified and in my role kind of as a teacher of um, tactics and how to of how to simplify your life, how to take things that are otherwise a little bit chaotic and cluttered and make them um, more automated or easier to do. We talk a lot about morning routines and having a strong, flexible, good morning routine, I think really helps, you know, get your day off to a good start. Um, The days you're able to nail it. Some days you're not able to nail it. And I had one of those today. But on the days you're able to really uh, start your day on a good foot, then I feel like it it just helps your day run smoother. Um, And so I decided I wanted to create a companion for someone who is sitting down to maybe have a little bit of quiet time in the morning, look over their planner for the day, have their cup of coffee, Um, you know, just kind of center themselves. I wanted to create a book where they could have just a couple of minutes to read a quick story and leave with some inspiration, some um, action items, just some things to think through to kind of get their head in a good spot to start the day. And during COVID, when everything was kind of like very messy and unable to be simplified and scary, um, I would step outside on our back porch every morning and see the sunrise. And it was that steadfast consistency of the sun coming up every single day, the same way, even when everything else was coming unraveled, um, that made me feel like, you know what, that's that's what I want this to be about. I want to I want this devotional to be about that kind of never changing um, part of life. And so that's kind of how it all came to be. I just love that so much for so many reasons, because I love mornings, too. And when my oldest daughter was probably around like one and a half, I realized waking up earlier than her really helped me (laughs) to be able to have that like short amount of time in the morning. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is. But to be able to have that small amount of time in the morning to get my day started. And now that I have uh, (laughs) right now, I have a seven month old. I am some mornings like I'm not waking up before her and some I yeah. am and I realize that like we can still, you know, we can still have that time and make that mm-hmm. time even if our kids are awake. So mm-hmm. anyways, I want I want to really dive into this. I want to talk about um, mornings a little bit and I want to talk about what you talk about at the beginning, which is setting a word for the year because it's a faith-based devotional, which, you know, not all listeners of Minimalish share the same faith. We've got like lots of different backgrounds here, but I think that part of your book for sure is just like starting the day intentionally, starting a year intentionally. And the idea of new beginnings in general Mm -hmm. um, is huge for everyone, no matter what your faith background is. So Mm -hmm. first we're talking at kind of the end of the year here. Mm -hmm. And 
the new year's coming. So tell me about the word for the year. I know it's somewhat of like a popular practice now, but Mm -hmm. I think for some people it's hard to like set a word and keep it the whole year. So first of all, can you just tell me like how you come up with your word for the year? Yeah. Oh, I love this question. So a couple of things. I feel like we often talk about achieving a fresh start in this like big grand transformation. And I think it's because we are the generation that grew up on like extreme home makeover type shows <laughs> where they would show like the before and then the after. And we, when we start to feel stuck or like we're approaching change or a new season, like the beginning of the year, um, a lot of times we're like, oh my gosh, I want that big fresh start, that huge transformation. I'm going to go from where I'm right now, which is medium to like extra fantastic, right? It doesn't always work that way. Um, In fact, I would say rarely does it ever work that way. A real transformation and a real fresh start is achieved by adjusting tiny, tiny things along the way really, really, really consistently. And so that's why I wanted to write something that was 100 days where it was a daily practice that takes just a couple of minutes. There's a ton of grace involved. It's five devotions per week, which gives you two days, you know, of, of a break or of grace. Um, but those that those tiny things that we do, those tiny habits and those tiny rituals we put in place, those are the things that amount to the biggest change for us. If you've ever seen someone who has gotten healthier or who has achieved a huge business goal or whatever. It was the addition of the tiny, tiny, tiny little things they do. So what I like to do in starting either the new year or starting, you know, a season of transformation, I like to choose a word that encompasses where I'm going. And it's not a word that defines like, this is what I'll be (laughs) when I get there. A lot of times it's like what I need to take along with me as I go. So there were years where my word was build. Um, I can remember at one specific season, my word was build because I was building a young family. I was building a business. I was building community. Everything I was doing was was to build. And I wanted to hold tight to that value as we went along the way. Um, there were other years where the the word was bold. And it was that I wanted to be boldly who God made me to be, um, unapologetically, I wanted to be bold and I wanted to be able to kind of like step into that. So I think I think what you have to do is just look at where you're headed, how you're going to get there and decide like what is it that you need? What is it that you need to come along? Is it grace? Is it faith? Is it rest? Um all of those words are great words to to kind of choose from as you decide what the next season of your life is going to look like. And the idea is not for the word to define you, but for it to come alongside you, like as you go. I love the idea of choosing a word that will come alongside you and like that you can lean on and not this idea of choosing a word you're going to transform into. I think yeah. whenever we have this a new start or you know, a New Year's resolutions in some way. That's what we're always always are thinking about. It's just like, how can I change? Which it, mm-hmm. obviously change can be great, but it can feel really defeating if, you know, you forget about it for a month <laughs> or something yeah. like that. I love the idea of it being something that you can take along with you almost, something you need um, mm-hmm. to, to lean back on that word as you're moving towards whatever it is that year. 
I want to take a quick break to thank the sponsors that are making this episode possible. My hair has taken a beating from being postpartum, plus years and years and years of coloring it and using heat on it. And I think a lot of us are in a similar boat. So if you're like me, you have to give Vegamore a try. Vegamore's holistic approach to health uses smart botanicals that promote visibly thicker, fuller, longer looking hair. Get healthy, beautiful looking hair without the use of harmful chemicals. All their products are cruelty free and never contain parabens and hormones. Vegamore has something for everyone looking to improve their hair health. The Grow Revitalizing Shampoo and Conditioner Kit works together to create visibly thicker hair and improve hair from the roots. Just massage the shampoo into your scalp for 60 seconds and then follow up with the conditioner. What I really love about Vegamore is how it is so easy to see the difference in my hair. Like my hair really needs cut. I haven't gotten it cut in a while. Typically it's unbearable at this point, but it still feels healthy and soft. And I am just really thankful for Vegamore for that. So with Vegamore, there is no risk when trying because they have a 90 day money back guarantee but with 91% of customers saying they saw visibly thicker hair with Vegamore in just three months, you won't want to run out. Don't let damage of the past hold your hair back. See your hair's full potential with Vegamore. Go to vegamore.com minimalish and use code minimalish to save 20% off your first order. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash minimalish code minimalish to save 20% at vegamore.com slash minimalish we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you start the year with a word, it might be something you're thinking about all the time. But later in the year, you know, I, I'm sure there are people who can relate to maybe they've done this and forgotten about it. So how do you remind yourself of it and keep it as a focus throughout the year? Well, I think the number one thing that makes successful people successful is not that they are the hardest workers or they're the smartest people in the room. It's that they know how to bounce back. Like they know how to get off track and be like, wait, where was I going? Let me... Let me, you know, go back to where, get back on, on the path that I was on initially. So I think it it's just 
kind of always reminding yourself why you're doing what you're doing. Um, and when you start to get off track from that, reminding yourself that it's okay to to have the grace to to mess up and to go back. I mean, we're we're all gonna do it. Lord, this past year of my life, my you know goals for the year, there were months that I didn't think about them once. Um, but then that, those seasons kind of change and circumstances change and you start to get back to like, okay, let's remember where we're going and, and put the, th- the right things in place and make sure that we've still got our, our eyes on the goal. It's so true. And I think a lot of us will look at a successful person or someone who is ahead of, you know, where we are, maybe on a similar journey and we'll think like, oh, it's cause I'm not perfectly consistent. Uh, yeah. so I love that idea of just the ability to to bounce back that's yeah. huge so kind of speaking of that moving into talking about morning routines something that probably is pretty easy to think that you have to do it every single day for it to be a thing for you to be successful at it right i know you talk about waking up early in your book so i know that's part of it but for someone who's listening it might not even be like the early wake up that matters, but setting that routine in the morning. So when did you start that? And I guess, why is it something that you encourage others to do? This is a multi-part answer. So um, I think you have to you have to honor like who you are, first of all. My husband is a night owl. Like he will stay awake until 1 a.m., you know, watching some show and then go to bed and wake up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed at seven and be totally fine. I'm the opposite. Like 9 p.m. rolls around, I'm ready to go to sleep, but I can wake up most days. I can wake up early. So I think you have to honor like who you innately are. He's not going to have a morning routine that starts with him waking up before the kids and whatever. What he might do is get up, get the kids to school. He takes them in the mornings and then go to work and have his few minutes at his desk for his morning routine. They're not all going to look the same, but I think just spending a couple minutes before your day starts, getting your head in the right place, getting ready for your day, um, it really matters. And it, the preparation helps you be intentional as you go throughout the rest of the day. Now, all of that to say, there's a and there's a devotion, I, can't, I think it's like day 10, um, where we talk about, figuring out what it is that you need in that moment. Your morning or your routines of any type aren't going to be the same day to day because life, right? Um, It's important to, it's from time to time, listen into your gut and listen into your heart and think like, what is it I need right now? Do I need rest? Do I need to start waking up earlier? Do I need to forgive myself for something? Or do I need to lay in my bed for three and a half hours because today is the day that I don't have any meetings in the morning and not listen to the TV or an audiobook or anything, but just close my eyes and be quiet and calm for a little while. That was my morning today. I swear to you. I, I woke <laughs> up, I got the kids to school and I was like, I am feeling off I am exhausted in my brain just from so much work lately and releasing a book will do that to you. <laughs> and, yeah. I, and I just said, you know what, what I need right now is for me to go and lay down until I have my first meeting. And I didn't sleep. I would have if I could have, but I didn't sleep. I just closed my eyes in the quiet and just 
laid there for three and a half hours. And then I got up and I texted my husband and I told him what I did. And I said, that's the best decision I've made in like a month to listen to myself and honor what it is that I need and take advantage of the fact that I had a free morning. Um, listening to yourself and like loving yourself that way matters more than any kind of routine you put in place. I couldn't agree with more with that. That's <laughs> just so true. And something that I think we lose touch with because yeah. we're so focused on, okay, I need the routine. I need the systems or, mm-hmm. you know, how am I going to get to my next goal? How do I keep pushing forward? And of course yeah. there are times where, you know, we have to overcome some tiredness or whatever to, to do the next thing we have to do. But yeah listening to ourselves is something uh, we need to do more often. So I, yeah. I love that encouragement. Totally. Um, when it comes to starting a morning routine, how did you start one? Like yeah. when was that for you? And then if you want to like give us some steps of just getting started, I guess yeah. it's probably apply to any routine, but with the morning specifically. Yeah. Um, I started to really focus on creating a a morning routine that was flexible and that would work for me and give me what I needed to start the day well when my kids were small but not tiny. When your kids are super tiny, you're kind of in survival mode, as you know. (laughs) Um, You're kind of in survival mode, and that's not really the best time to try to implement anything new. That's the time to, like I said, love on yourself, give yourself what you need, um, and honor whatever whatever that is. Um, once my kids got a little older and we started to develop a little more structure in our days, I decided that I wanted to take care of myself so I could be my very best for all of the responsibilities I had at work, with my family, and everything else. And so um, it takes just setting an intention and sitting down and saying, let's write this out. Like, what does a good morning look like for me? It doesn't have to look like anybody else's whatsoever. Um, you don't have to wake up at anybody else's time or have anyone else's beverage. Like you just do what makes you happy. So for me, and I wrote this down, it was just a couple steps, like waking up before my kids. I'll set my, I always set my alarm for six. I'm typically awake by 6.15 and I love starting every day with a bath. I just, I have since I was a kid. People think it's weird. I think it's awesome. I get a bath. I read the New York Times uh, morning email, which is like a kind of condensed version of what's going on in the world. Um, and then I will get, I, I get up, get dressed and um, go. Usually I'm not like putting on makeup or anything at that point. Um, I'll go and sit down and have a cup of coffee and look over my planner, spend some time in a devotional, just have like a minute to myself. And sometimes that looks different than other days, have a minute to myself. And then at some point during that, down the stairs come three kids. <laughs> but I love it because I'm out, I'm awake, I'm up, and I'm ready for them when they wake up rather than the other way around. Um, it's it's never fun to be woken up by your kids because you're just like, can I please sleep for another minute? I much prefer to wake myself up. So um, I would say that's my very flexible morning routine, but you have to do like whatever it is that works best for you and helps you get your day off on a good start. Yeah. I love that it it doesn't have to involve like 14 steps to be successful, yeah. you know, um, just a couple of things and whatever it is that is going to make you feel ready for whatever it is you're going into that day. I know 
I'm the same way, even though my kids are are pretty young right now and pretty unpredictable in the morning, yeah. especially my seven-month-old. If I – actually, she's <laughs> – most days she's more predictable, <laughs> to be honest, than my <laughs> five-year-old of when she's going to wake up. But um, if I am at least up, that's yeah. really all that matters, <laughs> getting woken up by your kids it is it can i'm sure some people can handle it so well but i i'm like you i'm like uh yeah i can't can't just jump right into this (laughs) i've talked about mornings in the past as just like something that i absolutely love as well the one of the main questions i always got which i talked about it more when my first was younger and she was more predictable so like she was tiny but i was waking up a lot earlier than her and i did all kinds of things before she woke up yeah and now it's totally different because she wakes up earlier now that she's older and mm-hmm. um, the little one is who knows what she does from day to day. <laughs> so the biggest question that I get is kind of what I can, I'm experiencing right now is what do you do if your kids wake up at the crack of dawn and they are waking you up? Like, yeah. is there a way that someone who does have tiny kids, is there a way that they can start their day intentionally as well? What advice would you give to them? I love that question. Um, and I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> I had a four-year-old and like new twins. And it was it was wild because they wouldn't wake up at the wow. same time. And <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I look back at those, that time with such fondness and also like, I'm glad we're out of that stage. <laughs> but <laughs> I can remember my nobody was waking up. Like I was waking up after everyone. They were waking me up. And that just it just was what it was unless I wanted to wake up at 3 a.m. And I wasn't going to do that. So every single day, our morning routine was I would put them in the stroller. My oldest would ride his little bike thing down the street and we would go on a walk every day. And that that was it. Like that was my morning routine. If I wanted any kind of devotional or, or planning time or anything, it was usually in one like earbud, AirPod, you know. Um, and then I was like, that was it. That was the only alone time that I had to myself because it just was what it was you know? And so I think you just have to realistically look at your situation and say, if I'm going to consistently honor myself and give myself a minute every morning, like, what does that look like? Does it look like, you know, a a few minutes while everybody's eating breakfast? Does it look like going for a walk every day? Um, Whatever that is for you, take it. And remember also that this is but a season. This won't be the way that it is forever. That's so true and a very grace-filled <laughs> encouragement <laughs> to those that are feeling like survival mode and when do I get a second to myself and yeah. thank you for that encouragement. And I mean, your book is beautiful thank and you. it is also just so lovely. Like I love the stories in it that I've read so far. I haven't, I admit that I haven't read through them all because I'm yeah. like, I want this for the new year and <laughs> sounds so silly because I know any day can be a new beginning. Yeah. Like, this is just going to be perfect for the new year. So I've been like saving it for myself. But, <laughs> <I love that. laughs> where can we find the book? Um, and also just I want to put it out there that 
like for the moms with tiny kids who can't see a time in their day to to have a morning routine, these are, like you said, they are short stories and yeah. they are super encouraging for anyone. You could definitely like read through it while your kids are playing on the floor. So anyways, yeah. you tell, tell us where we can find them and where we can find you as well if anyone wants to follow along. Yeah. Well, um, you can find me on social media at Emily Lay. And then our website for Simplified is EmilyLay.com. Emily Lay Books is where I house all my book stuff. And you can find Sure as the Sunrise anywhere that you buy books. Okay, thank you. So I have two questions that I ask every guest to end um, the interview. So the first one is, what's something that you're simplifying right now? Which is probably the perfect question for you, right? (laughs) Yeah. What is something that I'm simplifying right now? We are going through a huge transition at work with Simplified and rebranding and building a new website and just going through all of this stuff. And so simplifying that rather hairy process has been my focus lately, um, making sure that we make good decisions quickly um, because there's just a lot of moving parts. Um, That's probably been the biggest thing lately. And then what about, what is something that you're loving right now? Oh, I'm loving having an almost teenager. Um, My oldest is 11 and a half. And within a span of a month, he started middle school, got a phone, um, started to get a little bit of social media access. He uh, got braces, like just all at one time, kind of grew up, started tackle football. And he's just an amazing, amazing fantastic kid. And uh, it's been really fun to watch him navigate this new season of life and to kind of walk alongside him as he gets bigger is is really cool. That's so awesome. Um, I'm sure that someone listening right now is like, can, can you talk all about what it was like to make that decision of like giving your kid a phone. Oh, we have a podcast um, sure. on it. You can go look it up. Yeah, it's a whole thing. <laughs> I'm sure that was a, a rough decision. But it was. I, I taught middle school in the past. So yeah. it's a season that I look forward to, but also I'm afraid of with my yeah, kids. For sure. So, I mean, so far it's been like a lot of learning lessons. And it's like, it's a season that you just want to hold them really tight because it's, scary and new, but you also kind of have to let go a little bit so they can spread their wings. So it's really, it's really weird. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's encouraging to someone out there listening, hearing that you're loving the season (laughs) that you're going through right now with them. Well, thank you again so much for coming on. I am just really honored that I got to have you on the show. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. What I love the most and took away the most from this conversation is to be more kind with myself and to kind of approach my morning routine with open hands. This is what I need so much in this season. I can have a successful morning routine right now with a five-year-old and an eight-month-old, but can I do it every single day? Not necessarily. Sometimes it's my impulse to like want to give up totally or just get really frustrated on those days where my five-year-old calls me in in the morning to lay with her so that she can sleep a little bit extra. And then as soon as I get out of there, my eight-month-old does wake up, speaking from the fact that that happened today and that's actually happened for the last two days. So those days I can get frustrated because I think to myself like, oh, I want this morning routine back that I used to have. But other days, I wake up even earlier than my typical, wake up at maybe 5.30 because 
my eight month old called me in for a nursing session at like 4.50 and I just stay awake and I do get a really good morning routine because nobody wakes up until like 7.30. So that can happen too. And I just need to remind myself that the basics of what I need in the morning is to set up my day intentionally. And if I can just do that, I can do that when they're awake or before I start the rest of my morning routine on the days where I do actually have time. And so that is kind of my basics, my bare minimum. And I do that with my simple morning list journal and some prayer and usually a devotional of some sort like Emily's. So that's my bare minimum. And I can add to that on the mornings when I have more time. But I just wanted to encourage you in that to kind of reevaluate, like, if I want a morning routine, what could the bare minimum of that look like? What do I actually need the most in the mornings? And what is something that I could either do on my own or while my kids wake up, especially if it's unpredictable for you like it sometimes is for me? That is all I have for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And if you did, would you share it with a friend or share it on social media, wherever you like to share things? It is hard to believe we are getting so close to the end of the year. We do have a couple of episodes left before the end of the year, and I am ending the year with a Q&A. So if you have a question for me, email me at hi at DesireeAndries.com or send me a message on Instagram. You can find me there at Desiree.Andries, and I will try to answer your question. I'm kind of compiling them over the last couple of weeks here, and I have some really good ones already but I'm still open to adding more. So you can ask me a question and I'm excited to end the year in that fun way. All right, friend, that's all for today. And I will talk to you right back here again on the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.